Hey everyone, Mr. Dilson here, and I'm substituting for Mr. Dixon. Vinny started us off last week with a creep who didn't just want to sit around and chew the shit anymore. She wanted to smear it all over a little girl's birthday party. Mm, that's not good. Anyways, <laughs> Kevin brought in a creep who was a hot piece of ass, and I was going to interview the boy that she raped, but he's still in therapy. That's right, his hand needs to recover from all the high fives he got from his friends and male family members. As for my substitute creep, it would be Mr. Rod Belding, Mr. Belding's brother who abandoned the gang when they went on a whitewater rafting trip. That was his idea. He just wanted to go fuck a stewardess. Hmm, that's not good. Disappointed the kids. Whoop, that's the bell. Mr. Dilson. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. None of you seem to understand. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me! Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. I'm your host. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. I mean, this guy was a real jerk. And next to me, here's my co-host. Uh-huh. Oh, it's it's Carl. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Buddy boy. Buddy boy, birthday boy. Are we still celebrating the birthday? Are you one of those people? Oh, I am today. I usually, I usually am not. Well, just like how Juneteenth is being observed today, I think your birthday is also being observed today. It is kind of cool that now, federally speaking, I have a day off every year on my birthday. That is interesting, yeah. You do get- Imagine if you actually had a job. <laughs> you have a day off every day. What are you talking about? Hire me. <laughs> Hire me now, please. I'll tell you why I'm celebrating, Carl. Why is that? Because I saw the results from last week. All right. So I came into the studio today, and I see that the Wheel of Consequence is sitting here behind me. And I'm confused because I checked the voting earlier in the week, and I was up. And then I checked it again today, this morning. Go look at it right now, Vinny. How many votes do I have compared to you if you look at it right now? I don't know. I didn't look right now. I have I got 176. The... You have 147. Okay, that's great. So last night at so midnight. So I have like 30 more votes than you. I'm calling shenanigans. Obviously, there's all these fake votes coming in right before midnight. Because I had the lead. I have the lead now. These, this was the result and, at midnight. And you're saying that, oh, this is all on the up and up. Asshole, you have four more votes than me. Asshole, yeah. This has been investigated. There are no, there is no merit to Carl's no, claim. That's the big lie right there. We're marching this, out his house, people. This vote was stolen. They have stolen this vote from me, and it should be four to four. I was coming in here excited about a four to four tie. I have a great creep today. I thought we were gonna have an awesome competition, and somebody with a bot farm. Somebody somewhere had to go out and is win. Cheating. Somebody had to go out and win. You Guess know, what, Carl? Not, you know what? I'm not surprised that cheaters are more attracted to Vinny Paulino. I'm not surprised Super at all. Super kick, Carl. Super kick. Super kick, Carl. Bad guy. In his dick. <laughs> Vinhausen for the Winhausen. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh. I was going to share my toys with you, and now I'm not. I don't want your fucking toys. I want you to spin that goddamn wheel. I guess I'm spinning the wheel today. I was not prepared for this. And let me tell you something. It's annoying. I was so excited when I woke up and saw in the Discord that they had posted it. Our boy Alex is the one who posted the results. So take it up with him. He might be in on this. Alex might be in on this. I think that we are very clear. Do not fuck with the vote. 
Yeah. The vote is to be left alone and be sacred ground. Okay, Yeah, people? we say a lot of things. Don't get people's gigs canceled. Don't fuck with the vote. No one's listening. No one's fucking listening to us, Vinny. We can't control our monsters. <laughs> so we're going to move on. It's a new round. Okay, that's fine. Zero, zero. It was a fun episode last week, though, and I thought that bringing in a child rapist would have gotten me the win, but apparently not. No. Not that particular child rapist, Apparently no. not. Okay. Uh, yeah, any other week if you had a really good child rapist. So you win five to three this round, which means I'm going to spin the wheel of consequences at the end of the show, and then this episode we're starting a new game. That is correct. It's so this, zero, zero. As of right now, the scores are reset. I won the last round. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Excelsior. True believers. Thank you for delivering. You know, you look as happy as Tony Michaels when he's eating chili, and it's oh, really disturbing. Oh, he's gonna spit a you. wheelie! Yeah, look at he's you. He's gonna spit you the wheelie. You look like you just got a side of hot dog, and you're all excited oh, about it. Oh, you think you just got a cheese dog playing? Carl spit the wheelie. Ugh. Fuck you, Carl. Yeah, fuck you. With your fake outrage, get lost. <laughs> oh, oh, fake outrage. Yeah, with your fake outrage. Oh, oh, really? Fuck yeah. you. Oh, that'll teach me. Oh, right. fucking thing sucks. Ooh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. It's a good thing there's a wall in between uh, us right now. All right. Listen. All right. What do we got this week? You picked the category. I did for once. And you, not only did he pick the category, ladies and gentlemen, he did a thing that you really usually worried do. me. That worried me because it is something I usually do when I know who I want to use. Yeah. Carl's like, how about creepiest... Uh, cellmate and i go oh that's a good one he goes i call this guy yep i was like oh fuck <laughs> yeah so i purposely did not look up your guy but the first thing when i looked up uh cellmate arrested your dude's name popped right up yeah and i was like okay well the nice thing is is that my wife subscribes to sword and scale shout out to mike boudet and so she's getting all these bonus episodes of Sword and Scale now. So so now you're just stealing their content for you. Correct. Right. Correct. Carl is bringing his WATP work ethic to the creep off. I <laughs> yeah. love it. Yeah, Thank baby. You, Someone else already did it. Yeah. <laughs> so no, she right. just tipped me off about this creep, and I thought it was a fun story, so I thought I'd bring it today. But let's. I Let's like the category. Your... I like the category. Me too, by no the complaint. way. There, there, we could do this category a few times. I, I think that I think I would like to revisit it. Yeah. Because there were some good options. But here's the thing, folks. We're talking about prisons where the worst of the worst, the real problems in society are all being housed together yeah. and being denied basic rights. So they're all antsy and they're all chocker box full of crazy and they're, anger. They're overfilled. Yeah, they're uh, breaking up into different gangs, and they have turf battles, and it's just—it's turned into its own crazy ecosystem. It has. It's not a good thing, and it is not a good thing. But my creep today—he has the most badass name ever. Wait, hold on, before you start. Yeah. All right, let's go. His name is Nicholas Cocaine. Oh, but Nicky uh, Cokes. He's a Frenchman, and that is spelled C-O-C-A-I-G-N. Okay, so it's probably not pronounced that way. Correct. <laughs> well, his birth mom had the right idea, mm -hmm. and uh, she just left him on a doorstep when he was two days old. Nice. She was like, fuck this She kid. didn't throw him out of a five-story window? Nope. Because that's the other way to do that, <laughs> as we learned last week. Yeah, then just head on over to the hospital. Yeah, if you're in the Bronx. So he gets adopted at three years old. He spends his most formative years in the system. Okay. He was a problem child very violent his adopted parents took him to a therapist at six carl problem child like that movie yeah like that he was a little movie? ginger kid with michael richards running around being racist was michael richards in that yeah good wow. he was the bow tie killer deep pole holy shit i can't believe i remember that that's impressive i mean wow. not really but wow wow that's a problem for me they took him to a therapist at six and they sit him down, and he's like a little French kid, and they're like, so how do you like your mom and papa? They're not my real mom and pop. Like, well, that's right. You had a birth mother. He goes, yeah, if I ever find her, I'm going to kill her. Oh, sweet. And he was like, fuck that bitch. I and like a fun revenge plot. He's like a six-year-old six child. Yeah. He's like, and if she's he's telling his therapist, he's like, I have a specific set of skills. Yeah. He's and like, if I ever do find my mom. I'm going to fucking kill her. He told his therapist that if he found out she had died, he was going to take a shit on her grave. All right. Okay. Fertilize the area a little. So he also stole a lot. He was in trouble at school and quickly became a nuisance to the local police for petty crimes. He even stole money from his parents along with any other precious belongings they had so that he could pawn or sell them. He what, was a shitty kid. What's he doing with his money? 
probably drugs and he got some real cool tattoos. Oh, okay, cool. In fact, fuck, I got to load this picture. Yeah. I got to show you what this fucking guy did to his face, Carl. Cool. It's ridiculous. I, I have a similar... Uh, um, okay. So if I had those markings on my face, I'd be embarrassed by them. Those are not good tattoos in no, any they're way. Not. It just seems like random So lines. let me tell you what was going on in his life yeah. when he got those tattoos. Okay. He had just had his first child. He's 18 years old. And the mother of the child is a prostitute named Sophia. He settled into a little house with her. Okay. And that's when he started getting his body covered in tattoos, including the right half of his face with two black dark circles, false tears of blood, and a jaw of death. Now, he also had these violent sexual urges, Carl. Mm -hmm. Morbid desires, choking, uh, making her play dead while they had sex. He was also forced to go to a psychiatric <laughs> We should just hospital. get with my wife if he wants her to play dead while they're having sex. <laughs> She's just thinking about all the pretty flowers. <laughs> Poor Jenny Jingles. Oh my God. Oh, that is disturbing, Carl. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he was forced to go to a psychiatric hospital three times between 1997 and 2006. After he got out, he met a new girl named Nachia and. He moved back in with his adopted parents. Isn't that great? Oh, good. Bygones be bygones. A little reunion. So in 2006, after trying to force Natya to take part in sadomasochistic sex sessions mm -hmm. in which he requested to eat part of her body, mm -hmm. she said no and threw him out. Mm. They had this big argument. He's like, come on, let me eat part of you. And she's like, no. No, I need that part. No. I'm using it. He's like, just a bite. You I'm know, actively he using that part of my body. Can't have it. Yeah, so this bizarre situation happened and he leaves the house. So now this weird woman that's fucking their weird son is just living in the house of the parents who adopted this problem. Yeah. So what you're saying is you should never adopt children? Is that what you're coming out and saying right now? I'm just, I'm just I, curious. I am not saying that. What I am saying here? is yeah. keep the receipt. Good idea. Yes. You might want to return. Keep the receipt. Yep. That's the lesson, kids. Okay. So he goes out on the street that night, and he just sees a woman, and he gets he pulls out a taser, drags her into an alley, and rapes her. Okay. Using a taser as the weapon. <clears throat> yeah. Don't That's you think that would shock suck. your dick, though? Yeah. Like, if you're in her, you taser. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you would assume it'd be wet. There'd He's be like, some problems blue. <laughs> It just drops <laughs> He sucks. So uh, he ends up running away and he's out on the streets loose she goes in and gets a rape kit and lo and behold he's already in the system because he's a lunatic yeah so they go they hunt him down and they arrest him and that leads us to rowan prison uh january 7th 2007 he has two cellmates a gentleman by the name of theory baudry and david Legru. they put three of them in one cell that seems like yeah. a lot apparently this guy theory baudry kept clogging the toilet okay Cocaine confronted him, and apparently Theory gave him a dirty look, which our boy Nick took to be very passive-aggressive. I bet there's a lot more to this than this. When you're that close to people, and one guy shitting up the toilet all day. And he's clogging it with paper. That was uh, his thing. He kept clogging oh. it with paper. Oh, weird. Okay. So uh, Nick lost it and starts punching this guy in the face and the stomach. He's using his fists, his knees, his feet. And then he used a makeshift homemade knife and started stabbing him in the back and the neck, just stabbing this guy over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. So this guy's not dead. So what he does is he grabs a plastic bag and covers his head with it and suffocates the man until the man goes out. Why does he have a plastic bag? What are they, putting that in garbages or something? I don't like, know, All right, man. try to take out the garbage, he everybody. He used a plastic, actually it was a garbage bag. Was it? Like, there's just and way too many murder this. weapons in this cell, it seems like. In front of his other cellmate, David Legrew, who just sat there staring at the yeah, whole thing. like, oh shit, I hope I'm not next. So then, Carl, the reason why I'm going to win today is what happened next. Okay. Uh, Legrew then used that knife to slice open his chest. Then he snapped one of the man's ribs to try to get to his heart. Okay. But he fucked up, and he started using the knife to cut out pieces, and he cut out part of his lungs. Sure. And ate it in front of David. Oh. Who at that point, I assume, was going, zip, 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 z
like just pretending to be. I don't know what you do at this point. Yeah, I didn't see the anything. The man is eating another person in front of him. He's cannibalizing his body. Yep. But it gets worse than that. Oh no. They had Say a little hot so. plate in their cell, Carl. Okay. He then started harvesting meat from the chest cavity and cooked it with garlic, rice, and shallots. He made himself a little fucking meal. It's better than eating it raw, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, told, I'm not a big fan of French food either way. He did tell a therapist later Yeah, he thought it was actually pretty good, that it was very tender and tasted kind of like deer. Interesting. He told a therapist that. So he actually really liked the meal. I assume he poured himself a glass of toilet wine or some shit. Right. And he then proceeds with this man's chest open, corpse, bloody corpse all over the floor of their cell to just go to sleep. And David, I assume, sat there all night. You'd have, you'd have a night. big day. <laughs> David just sat there all night. Yeah. Like going, can't sleep. Clown will eat me. Can't sleep. <laughs> yep. Clown will I eat mean, me. He literally ate this man in front of him. The next morning, the guards find this mess. This guy, David LaGrue, by the way, mm-hmm. completely fucked. Like they said, the guy kind of went mute. He didn't speak anymore, and he ended up hanging himself in November. Oh, sweet. So this guy's got two bodies on him. Kind of. Like what he did was so horrific, a man killed himself. Yeah, I mean, the guy was already in prison, though, so. Okay, half a guy killed himself. He didn't have a lot to to live for anyway. All right. So they found Nick sound asleep in his bed, the body, the whole thing. He goes to trial for this, obviously, because that's that's what happens. Yeah, that's illegal to do. And uh, Dr. Patrick Liberthy came to testify about the situation and what he had actually done to the body. Okay. You see, what had happened was our boy Nick thought he was eating his heart, but what he was doing was actually uh, eating part of his lungs. And the thing was this. uh, He said that Baudry's heart still would have had to be beating, and he was still alive while the man was taking out his lung. And this was proved by the fact that blood was present in the left lung when it was taken out and eaten. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he's eating the guy alive. So he, <laughs> the one fun part about this whole court case, it was four days. And uh, Nicholas does say, hey, you know, I did fuck up here. Meant to eat the heart. Right. Yeah. I, Oops. I, my sorry. bad. Listen, this whole thing's my fault. I meant to eat the heart. Right, because if you eat the heart, the person won't be alive while you're eating them. Right. 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 He's like, yeah, my bad. So- he gets sentenced. You ready for this? Yeah. 30 years. That's it. For barbarism and cannibalism. Yeah. Other countries don't put people in prison for as long as we do here in the States. Yeah. We're just kind of, we have fun with it. We're like, oh, 60 years? How about how about three consecutive 60-year sentences? Like, why? <laughs> I mean, he was serving 10 years for the rape. Yeah. And supposedly with psychiatric treatment and good behavior, he may get out after 20. Good. Because I think he'll learn his lesson. I think he'll be fine. I think he's ready to be part of society. He was again. looking at his his fucking cellmate like they were a turkey leg. Like an old cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm sorry I clogged the toilet. And he's just sitting there going. He got off on eating people too, dude. This was like sexual for him. Sure. Disgusting. Vote for Vinny. All right. So I brought a creep uh, this week. His name is Jamie Osuna, and I'll start at the very beginning. Jamie's dad used to beat his mom while she was pregnant. So, not surprisingly, a year after Jamie was born, they were divorced. And that's when the stepfather stepped up and took things up a notch and would tie Jamie to a tree and whip him. He also threw him out of a moving car. When he was just a toddler. So he was getting uh, beat up by his stepfather. And of course, oh no, Jamie was taking that out on some of the pets that they had. This is him talking about how he would torture animals when he was younger. Since I was a kid, eight, nine years old, I killed animals. My mom would go to the store. I'll put the cat in the freezer 15 minutes, let it out, put it in the oven, let it out. So he's torturing his cat. And he's uh, kind of a problem. By the time he's 13 years old, he joins a gang and claims to have murdered someone that he wasn't caught for. However, two years later, when he's 15, 
He's arrested for stabbing another boy. That was in uh, 2003. In 2007, he's released. That's when he met his future wife, Joelle Castellano. She's an older woman with kids, all right? And okay, one night... so they'll t- she'll take anybody. Yes, correct. All right. And one night, they're at a party, and another guy tries to dance with Joelle, so Jimmy stabs him. He's a real stabby kind of guy. This landed him back in jail for a year. But, That's it? But he and Joelle wrote letters to each other. They kept things going, and when he was released, she came and picked him up from jail. And so a year, I guess, because that technically crime of passion... Yeah, I mean, he didn't die. He didn't kill the guy. He just stabbed him. So he did a year. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You ever been so mad at somebody, if you knew you'd only get a year, you'd just give them one good knife? No. I'm, I'm actually not a psychopath. I'm not, I've never, I would never do that. I mean, one calendar year. I don't have many left. But, <laughs> right. Like, I'm just trying to weigh this out. But all right, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, you're on, you're on the wrong side of things nowadays, my I friend. I digress. You are on the wrong side. Yeah. Uh, so well, I won today, bitch. So Joel came and picked uh, Jamie up, and they went to a hotel and banged, and she gets knocked up. And so Jamie says, "You know what? I want to be the father that I didn't have for my son. Let's get married. I'm going to raise this kid." She says, "Yes, let's do that." Well, the marriage did not work out well, Vinny. Jamie psychologically and physically tortured Joel. And after one of the physical altercations, she called the police and he was brought back to jail again. So he spends, yeah. uh, he spends some more time in jail. He's kind of in and out of jail for different offenses. So he gets let out and he happens on a mother of six who is spending a night at a motel. Well, he has a type. Yes. Yvette uh, Pena, 36 years old, was then found in her room dead with a pair of knives and a pair of scissors sticking out of her back. And this is Jamie who is uh, confessing to that. Eh, kids did it. I met her like one time, then I came back the next night and I see an opportunity, no one's there. I did sadistically, premeditatedly, deliberately tortured and murdered Yvette Pena. It's kind of a bad dude. At this time, do you want to pull up a photo of the guy that we're talking about here? How do I spell his name? So it's a J-A-I-M-E-O-S-U-N-A. And while you're pulling that up, so he claims that he left evidence all over the room because he wanted to get caught. <laughs> you just saw this photo? Uh, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to, oh, no. Yeah, this guy's a problem. <laughs> I'm looking at this. I'm going, which one of these is the one where he looks the most sane? I'm trying to like, look for tactical <laughs> yeah. here. He's a sadistic fuck. Oh, man. He's got tattoos all over his face, covering his face. He's got like the Joker thing going on his oh, mouth man. so that it looks like his mouth goes further. He's got the satanic. So can we agree on this? If you're ever in prison and your cellmate has face tattoos, you're fucked. You're fucked. Especially this guy. This guy does not look like he has good intentions for anyone. Let's look at these side by side here because I think your guy has way better tattoos. Oh, yeah, better for sure. I mean, my guy looks like uh, Ringo. Very sloppy. (laughs) He looks like if Ringo had shaved his head. Very sloppy tattoos. Yeah, not good. Um, All right. So. So he claims that he wanted to get caught. He wanted to be locked up. And in court, he openly mocked Yvette's family, smiling and waving at them. This is a mother of six. He's on tr- trial. And the family shows up and he's laughing and, hey, look at him. Oh, your mom's dead. So he didn't say that. He, he pretty much did. Yeah, he was taunting them. What are you going to do, kids? Call your mom? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so he decided to plead guilty in order to avoid the death penalty. So instead, he's given life in prison. He's serving life in prison, and for some reason, 44-year-old Luis Romero is transferred to his prison and given uh, to Jamie as a roommate. Now, at this time, it is well known. Given to Jamie as a roommate. Yeah, pretty much. I don't like that phrase. Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of, uh, what do you know what's going to happen To me, that seems like feeding time. So it's odd that they did, did this. Because Jamie was constantly threatening other inmates and guards, 
and he was kept alone. There was one time he found his way into another person's cell and slashed the guy's face, resulting in him getting 67 stitches. So this guy's very violent. He's threatening people all the time. He was kept by himself. This guy, Romero, had spent 27 years in prison. He was convicted of secondary murder after fatally shooting a woman in Compton when he was a teenager. And it was because she was in a rival gang. So he's a 17-year-old kid. He shoots someone who's wearing the wrong color hat or whatever. And so he's serving 27 years in prison. He was up for parole the next year. Hey, guys, meet Jamie. Yeah, they put him in the cell with Jamie. This guy's about to get out of prison and ready to reform. And he actually found God in while he was in prison. He, you know, he's one of these guys who, like, realized the error of his ways. He was a 17-year-old kid. He didn't know. Now he's all better. He's reformed. And, uh, well, let's see what happens. I don't hate the color blue quite as much as I used to, thanks to the help of <laughs> right, God. Right, exactly. I like red and blue. They're both great. Let's see what happens to uh, Luis. Jamie made a makeshift knife to torture and kill Luis. Guards found Luis's body dissected with his eyes, fingers, lungs, heart, and head removed. His mouth was also cut from side to side to resemble a joker. And what's even more disturbing is that they found Jamie wearing his body parts as a necklace. He had to do the joker thing. This guy put a sheet up over the, the prison bars. And by the way, this is a big controversy because the guards must be checking on these people mm-hmm. all the time, and they obviously weren't. It seems to be like putting a sheet up in front of your bars would just be a signal. Right. To like, get over there's here. something going on over like, there. I mean, the second you see that, it's got to be a red flag to the guards. The guards will be over there. What are you going to do? Go, oh, I'm not decent. Like, what are you supposed <laughs> to do? Right. Oh, changing. Oh, sorry, sorry, sir. Whoa, whoa. My bad. <laughs> what is the. Yeah, there's no reason you're allowed to have a sheet up <laughs> over the bars. Yeah, so. The, the guards have some explaining to do. Yeah, so this isn't Jamie's fault. The this family, is clearly the guards. The family of Romero is a little bit pissed off about this because they didn't even find out. They, they found out that he died in prison. They didn't realize that he was sadistically tortured. He was lobbing off this guy's fingers, pulled out his eyeballs while he was still alive, you know, cutting his face up, doing that whole thing. Sure. And then he finally did stab him to death. Um, pulled out pieces of his lungs, pulled out parts of his body, yeah. and then put those on a necklace. That he then wore around to show Coolias. It's hard to get jewelry in prison, from what I've heard. Okay, so you know how they try to reform prisoners? Yeah. Like, your guy's into arts and crafts, my guy's into the culinary arts. Exactly, right. They have careers when they're done with these sentences, for sure. The penal system. Um, Who says says it's broken? Let's see if uh, Jamie feels bad about what he's done. I don't have no sympathy. I'm sadistic. I really don't care. I'll do it, and I'll do it again over and over and over. See, the thing is, is that this guy used to smoke meth when he was younger. Obviously, not so much anymore. So now he gets off on other things. The torture and all that, it's a, it's a, um, it's a rush. It's an addiction. It's a drug. I would rather do that than, than do drugs. I'd rather do that than have sex. So this guy enjoys torturing people more than he likes having sex, which is a problem. If you think about a uh, 33-year-old guy. And uh, he's still in prison. They don't know what to do with this guy. Kill him. Well, it's interesting because they do... Don't they have like a worse roommate they could stick him in with? I don't think so. Unless you're a French buddy there. Dude, I say they stick them in the room together That'd and be see fun. who comes out. Could you imagine if the creep-off got that to happen? Can we get enough people to sign a petition? How does that work? We'd have to get <laughs> this guy like extradited to the United right. States somehow. Or vice versa. I'm sure I, France would love this guy. You, you know what they're like? They're like those beta fish. You can't put two of them in the Correct. same tank. Yep. It's a problem. They get ick. Or they come in there and then they look at each other's face tattoos and be like, hey, hey! bestie. <laughs> That's true. They could team up and become super villains. Imagine they both escape and just become super villains. So Jamie murdered some other people and um, he's in jail. Well, he's not telling anyone. Who they are because he wants to use that as leverage in case they come after him with a death penalty. Oh, he wants to stay alive. He has this information. See, like, Can you I- tell anyone else? Yes. How many others? Two. Who are they? Can't tell you, but you will find out. Because I always got to have an ace in the hole. So when I get convicted of this, I'm going to go to death row. When I go to San Quentin, I'll probably do 10, 15 years. I'll probably use that to my leverage. If I can go back and change it, I will do it again and over it again. And 
if I'm released, I'll probably end up back here with the same thing. Fucking released. <laughs> wow. Past the post office, sir. Um, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I no, my you. thought is that like when you hear the story of somebody being this brutal, it's because they want like the death penalty. Like they want right. To be it's, this guy's just the opposite. He's like, no, keep me in prison. There's all these. There's all these other people here, guards and other cellmates. He's like fucking Jeffrey Tambor from Arrested Development. I'm having the time <laughs> of my life. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's the best kickball player, and he also <laughs> likes to torture people. So he's having a good time. So that is my creep this week. Jamie Osuna, vote for Carl at thecreepoff.com because I was robbed this week, and I was robbed by the bots. And so try to make that right, people. Make it right. Jamie Osuna and Carl. The only thing thecreepoff.com. we're going to make happen is that we'll spin. Carl, are you ready for some voicemails? Yeah. All right. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. The Shakespeare Festival's back in town, and you know what that means. Come see the only live production of Hamlet to use actual incest. See you in Syracuse. That's a good joke. I like that one. Carl, we did a bonus episode Friday. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Kaya was on, Trucker Andy showed up. We had a silly old time. And, you know, the, the show is usually like the Creep Off. But uh, this week it was like the the creep off and oddities yes. show. Yeah, we did the thousand pound sisters from TLC. Holy fuck! I didn't know they existed. Ugh, it was great. I didn't think Kaya knew that we were going to be doing that, and he was all excited. He's like, "I love these two. <laughs> uh, so that was a lot of fun, and it was. of course more pedophile hunting going down. Oh boy, was there some good ones? Oh, that was too. great. There was a news anchor who uh, lives not too far from where Vinny and I are. Yeah. Uh, Binghamton, New York, baby. Yeah. The sponsor of the scum stream, by the Right. Way. And uh, that was pretty funny. He tried, what, at least a dozen different ways to get these guys to not uh, rat on him. Come on, let's join forces. I can help you find even more of these creeps. Oh, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. you got to go listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I've funny. never heard so many hysterical excuses <laughs> out of great. one person. It's great. So that being said, one of the other cool things, if you support the show on Patreon, is you get some merch. And this is one of our uh, patrons calling in with a tough decision regarding his creep-off sticker that he got. Okay. Just wanted to say I got my creep-off swag sticker. Um, And now I've got the uh, sticker decision that's very much like uh, Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, Of course, that's BCA. Bong, car, or amp. So uh, maybe you guys can help me decide bong, car, or amp. Which one do I stick it on? Uh, of course, if I put it on the car, then everybody knows um, I'm advertising the show, and then of course everybody knows I'm a creep. Um, if I put it on my uh, gigantic amp that I uh, have no need for, uh, nobody's ever going to see it. Oh. And uh, if it goes on my barn, of course it will always make me laugh. Well, give me some guidance, guys. Love the show. See ya. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> if a T-shirt is coming. Can I get one of those Rochester Predators t-shirts? I'm their number one fan. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. See ya. I think the only place you're going to be able to get Rochester Predator shirts is going to be at the, uh, the creep-off roast. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the airport. <laughs> when you land in Rochester. <laughs> you caught me so off guard on that. That's such a good joke. <laughs> okay, the answer to your question, sir, is bong all day long. Put it on the bong. I would say car. I thought, at first I was going to say amp. I thought that was maybe Bill Kelleher from Mastodon, but since I guess he's not using his amp, that doesn't make sense. So I'm going car. We got to advertise the show, get the word out there to everybody. I'm saying have fun. Slap it on your bong, right, pal. That's fine. Or use it as rolling papers. Whatever you whatever you feel. <laughs> One-time use sticker. Whatever you feel. Hey, I have a uh, creep-off roast update. Great. Someone claims, messaged me today, and is uh, confirmed that they are coming to the roast. Someone important? Someone funny? Someone very funny. Oh, good. I didn't say important. Yeah, no, you didn't. Uh, Cardiff Electric. Cardiff Electric is going to be here in Rochester for real. That's that's what it's looking like. That's awesome. So wait, I I just I never know if I'm being played or not. I know. So potentially, what you're telling me is that we might actually have Doctor Steve and Cardiff together in the same room, or will they be? Will it be one of those things where like Dr. Steve's there and Cardiff's like in the bathroom and then all of a sudden Cardiff comes back and Steve just left? Hello, everybody. I'm not Dr. Steve. <laughs> I'm Cardiff Electric Podcast. 
Or maybe um, he just takes the mask on and off in front of everyone. I don't know. I have also have to say Cardiff named uh, Stuttering John's horse after me in his newest episode of Why Do We Podcast. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> Go listen to it. It's very funny. It's great. Uh, yeah, I offered to voice the horse, but he said he'd rather have Shuli. <laughs> He's such an asshole. <laughs> he really is. All right, that's great news. Yeah. So uh, another person added to the roster. We, that's a whole other level of interesting. Because what? Like yeah. what? Should we let the car? Should we let Cardiff Electric roast us? Yeah, we'll put him on the dais for sure. All right, Cardiff, you're on the Dude, dais. Car- what? Do you, what kind of question is it? Cardiff has one of the most popular podcasts on the internet today. And all how the would girls we not? We're gonna want to be there. <laughs> I know. How would we not put him up on the uh-huh. dais? It's a no-brainer. All right. Uh, this guy was complaining about our show list. Cardiff Electric, the most famous podcast in the world today. Alright. The Cardiff Electric Podcast. Just too sweet. <laughs> so sweet. Drive through. <laughs> Alright, uh. Where is it? Hold on. This is uh this someone is who is not great. happy. With last week's episode, they were not happy about their name being dropped in the middle of it. Oh. <laughs> okay. I just want to say that I'm offended. All right. I, I love – this is Todd Gerslin, by the way. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, guys, you know, you never bring me up for any reason. Yep. And then you bring me up on an episode where you make a peanut butter uh, dog-licking joke. Come uh, on, yeah. dude. How good dare job. you mix me up on this episode? Uh, anyways, yeah, man, come on, dude. Molesting 12-year-olds, let's, let's not do that, dude. Of course not. Yeah, I know. Let's Unless not do that. Not. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd. All right. All right. You know what? We won't good. mention, we didn't mention you on that. We will save you for the creepiest podcaster episode. Dude, I got a text from Todd, and I'm like, what the fuck? Who's, who's ranting on me? <laughs> yeah, who's I... the tattletale out there? Uh, this one is someone who wants to correct me on my pronunciations. Okay. Indigent. Vinny. Indigent. Not indigent or whatever the fuck you said. It's indigent. 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 Who fucking cares? Thank you. Fucking wise, Christ. Okay, listen. Thank you, fuck you, bye. I said a word wrong. Indigent. Yes, I was speaking quickly, and it came out as indigent. No one cares. Leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, if we're going to start counting, calling out people for pronouncing things wrong, I'm going to have a lot of voicemails. So. You know what? I, I'm triggered. I need some support. Okay. You know, Vinny, those are calls been giving you a lot of shit lately, calling you the people's chump, Vinny Peacups, the power of pudding. Yeah, it's funny. I just want you to know that I got your back fat, buddy. Thanks, pal. <laughs> that was it? I got your back fat, buddy? <laughs> He's got your back Vinny, fat. happy birthday. This is Richard Lucas. I want to uh, wish you a happy birthday and many, many more. Thank wow. you, fuck you, bye. Maybe a couple more. Thanks, Richard. Uh, wheel or consequence idea? I don't know if I like this. Okay. All right. Here's a wheel of consequence idea. Double or nothing. So here's how it works. So if you land on it, you set both people to four points each. And if the person who landed on double or nothing gets it and loses again, then they got to spin it twice. Okay, I see what he's going for there. I don't. I got lost. Okay, on that so one. here, let me explain it to you. Yeah. Uh, to your dub braids. Please. Okay, I'll use my smart braids. No. I, I feel like there's math involved, but yeah, so go ahead. If you land on double or nothing, yeah. we both automatically get set to four each. The next game is game point. If the person who spun and landed on double or nothing loses, I see. They have to spin twice. Twice. If they win, the no other consequence. No, the other person spends. No, it's no consequence. It's double or nothing. They oh, have yeah, to okay. Win. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Can we add that to the wheel right now? No. I'm into it. Nope. I'm going to add that to the wheel. No. I'm going to I'm gonna remove one of these things. Uh, here's another consequence suggestion. New consequence. The loser has to co-host with Vic. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. I've already done it. 
<laughs> I've already done that. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'll just replay that episode. Not into it. Not into it. I like All right. That one. Do you have any voicemails? Nope. Nothing All right. For my, my so uh, let's do a uh, scum parade, shall we? Hit that yeah. music. Watch out for the scum parade. Let's start off with the first creep. Uh, the Syracuse Funny Bone. Yes. For canceling Jim Florentine's show. Oh, they did? Yes. No shit. How come? Uh, because they said there were too many outside events happening in Syracuse that they didn't want to be open that night. Okay. So apparently they're rescheduling our show that was supposed to be Thursday night to the fall. Albany, I'll still see a Wednesday night with Jim. DeWitt, New York, a suburb of Syracuse, New York. A woman has been arrested for setting fires three times in four days in a DeWitt apartment building. This woman. I like how the third one, they're like, all right, that's too many times setting this building on fire. We let you go the first two times, but three? Yeah, Syracuse really observes the rule of threes. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. Like, all right, are you sorry, though? Okay, good. Then the next day, you did it again. All right, that's strike one. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, she was arrested. A, a woman named Tanya Stewart, she's 42, was arrested on Thursday after setting the third fire in the building. According to a news release from the DeWitt Police Department, the building is part of Springfield Gardens Apartments. So it's like a complex. On June 6th, she set a small fire under an apartment door with sparklers burning the carpet. Wait, she set a fire using sparklers? Yes. She should not be allowed near matches. See, this is why I can't have bottle rockets in New York State because of Syracuse. Syracuse is the problem. Can we just make Onondaga County its own country and call it, like, give up a stand or something? Can we just separate it from the rest of us? I just think this lady's dangerous. Like, sparklers, she sets the place on fire. She has those little pop things that you throw at the guy. She blew up a fucking car. She just sucks, this lady. She's a problem. She has the the worst tools for the job ever. I'm going to set that building on fire with my celebratory sparklers. She's just marching. Uh, I'm going to kill her with my helium balloon. I'm going to let out the helium. Oh, yeah, this will get him good. So on June 8th, apparently she had a towel that was on fire, and she threw it into the hallway of the building, setting the carpet out there on fire. Okay. So on Thursday, she went and lit a recycling bin on fire in the doorway of an apartment. Recycling bins are not good kindling. That's the last thing I would think to try to start a fire in a building. She's like trying to set the plastics on fire, you fucking idiot. Idiot. Uh... She was arrested. Uh, police said on Monday the woman had was having a dispute with the person living in the building where she set the fires. It sucks bad enough living in a apartment building in Syracuse without someone trying to set the building on fire every day. Holy shit, I just put this together. If you don't like the woman, don't worry. She's already suffering enough. She lives in an apartment Holy outside shit. of Syracuse. Carl, I just put this together. She's trying to kill this lady. Yeah. So she was trying to stick the sparklers under the door. Oh, yeah. You just realized that now? You yes. understand the story? I, I thought she's she was trying to, to she's trying to murder this woman by murdering every single person in this apartment building. That's the problem with women, is they make the job a lot harder than it needs to be. I just realized she was try thought she was smart with the sparklers. Like she thought she was gonna stick the sparkler under the door on fire because it was so skinny. Yeah. Wow, that's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. That is really bonkers. It's woman's nuts. Hold on a second. And they weren't even going to arrest her until the third time. <laughs> that's what. That's why the story is, like, I didn't understand it. Yeah. They didn't explain it. They should have said, in a harebrained scheme. <laughs> it should have been how they started that. Uh, dumb idiot tries to get revenge. Yeah. Yeah, totally. There's no gasoline involved. There is nary even a lighter in this story. Like, if you're trying to burn down a building... There are so much better ways to do it than a towel on the carpeting. Oh, what a fucking shit show. Yeah, what a shit show. Tanya Stewart, good luck to you. Yeah, good luck, honey. Good luck, honey. Good luck. All right, our next one. This is an important story, Carl. This is really interesting. You see, this woman had a two-year-old child who died from a gunshot wound. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. She accidentally fired. She claimed that the child accidentally fired a gun 
And the little girl's autopsy revealed that she didn't actually shoot herself in the head. It's funny because she even wrote like a suicide note too with crayons and stickers. My mommy didn't do it. I'm depressed. (laughs) I can't live another day in this world. This whole thing is really, really sad. Uh-huh. Uh, Jessica Cad235 was taken into custody last week and charged with endangering a child four months after a toddler, Jules Gonzalez, died in their San Antonio home. Initially, it was reported to the police that the child shot herself. Through the course of the investigation, investigators gathered additional evidence, including the medical examiner's report that the child had not shot herself. Well, how do they know that, though? They used a medium. They used a psychic <laughs> medium, Carl. How do you think they know? That a child, like, where the, from the distance of the gun and the amount of damage. Science, bro. Yeah, but she could have set up, like, an elaborate Rube Goldberg machine and still would have killed herself. See, that's the thing. Is like, if I'm the mom, I'm coming up with more stories. I'm just burying lies with more and more lies on this one. If I'm the lawyer, I'm just going. Science is a liar sometimes. Science. <laughs> that's all I got to say. It's pretty good. Thank you. So, sh- Thank you. The mom had initially told cops she was in the bathroom with her four-year-old daughter when she heard a loud pop the night of February 18th. She claimed that Jules had been lying on a bed watching a movie on a cell phone at the time. Good parenting. Cantu and her 32-year-old boyfriend, Joshua Christopher Ramirez, who owned the gun, both ran into the bedroom and found the little girl. Ramirez was arrested at the time for allegedly owning the gun used in the girl's death. The district attorney has not ruled out filing additional charges against those two. So... Where we're at right now is somebody's not telling us the truth of what happened here. Somebody shot a two-year-old inside an apartment build, uh, inside their apartment. And these two are going, who, me? I like the idea of uh, a two-year-old committing suicide, though. I liked that that was their first story about it. And it got me thinking, because if you did have like a, an elaborate Rube Goldberg set up to kill yourself because right. you wanted to frame your parents for doing it, you kick over the dominoes. Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, the, the, the lighter lights, and that breaks the string, and then the balloon goes up. So, and then the train starts going, and you just <laughs> lay out the tracks. Because so you're too and stupid. Because this is what I was thinking, though, Benny. Why don't they have suicide competitions? Like, have a competition where all these kids get together and kill themselves, but in the most elaborate way possible, and so then we crown a winner for the most creative suicide. I would watch that. Better than Squid Game, in my opinion. You might really truthfully be on. I might be on to something there. It's. I mean, we already are in a dystopian future. Why not get the suicide competition going? Hey, my name is Johnny Ringo, and this is the Wood Chipper Deluxe. <laughs> like it's fucking jackass. Yeah, that's great. I oh, love man. it. Yeah, he has to like. He, I'm gonna jump. Off of this trampoline, I'm going to do three somersaults in the air and then land directly headfirst into the wood chipper. And it doesn't end there, guys, because then the wood chipper spits out to these canvases and I'm going to paint a rainbow. (laughs) I have this toaster attached to this extension cord and I call this the toaster swan dive. (laughs) Fucking pool. So call us it or write to us. Let us know what would be the most elaborate creative suicide you'd come up with. And uh, obviously, kids, I'm just going to have to go ahead and say this on a planet where podcast hitman exists. Don't try this at home. Don't kill yourself. Or others. A Walgreens employee from Colorado was arrested and charged with the murder of a 17-year-old co-worker last week. Speaking of, wow. Yeah, she had previously rejected his advances and complained about making her feel uncomfortable. Yeah, you know why she rejected his advances, Vinny? Because he looks like two of me. He looks like he cut his own hair using a funhouse mirror, is what he looks like. (laughs) He's not well kept. You should hear circus music when this fucking kid walks into a room. (laughs) Holy shit. Not good circus music, like the creepy circus music where the calliope's broken. Uh, Joshua Johnson's 28 years old. He was detained on June 12th by state troopers about 100 miles outside of Colorado Springs. One day after Riley Whitelaw's body was discovered in the break room of the Walgreens where they both work. Dude, I, I would be the worst if I was the manager there. Because I'd walk into that break room and be like, come on, you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Let's go, Riley. Let's go. Hey, you know what Riley's last words were? <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> it was her day off. A friend called her in. 
So Johnson's being charged with one count of first-degree murder. Yeah. A Walgreens manager found her body in the break room after the high school student never returned from her break. Where the Where fuck is, is that Riley? Kid? Do you see how many people are in line? Where the fuck I'm is she? I'm kill her. He just kicks the door and goes, oh. <laughs> Someone beat me to it. <laughs> she never returned back from her break. Yeah. Police officers responded to the scene at approximately 6:55 p.m., where they discovered her body laying in a substantial amount of blood with trauma to her neck area. No signs of life. Blood is all over the floor. I'm going to guess that was the her cabinets, blood. the counter. It doesn't say so, but I have a feeling that was her blood that they found everywhere. Oh yeah, Justin okay. was fine, or uh, Joshua was fine. The store manager, Justin Zunino told police that Johnson had been warned a year ago to keep his conduct professional after Whitlock complained that he had made advances toward her, which made her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Zunino said Johnson appeared to be receptive to the warning, according to the affidavit. However, several weeks ago, Whitelaw had asked for a change at her work shifts to avoid Johnson. She told, uh, the manager told investigators that the teenager later requested additional hours and was made aware that the overtime would mean she and Johnson would cross paths. Yeah, but so time, this guy's time and covering a half, all though. the bases. Time and a half. She asked for it. She asked me yeah. there. I didn't. I told her he might be murdered. But do you realize the lawsuit that he opened them up to, considering the fact that there's like yeah. all sorts of like paperwork and complaints? Apparently, oh no, where's Walgreens going to find the money to pay off that lawsuit? Oh geez. Oh here it is, right here. All right, here's twenty billion. Hold on, shut the fuck up. Put up more free vaccine signs. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. They're fine. We'll get the money back. No, they're doing okay. All right. So Johnson's interest in white law didn't seem to be deterred when her boyfriend joined the staff at the Walgreens three months ago. Ugh. Another manager at the store named Crystal Ishmael told the police that Johnson began, quote, acting jealous instead. Mm-hmm. What does he have that I don't have? A girlfriend. Uh, a haircut. <laughs> a decent haircut. <laughs> a barber. <laughs> a barber. <laughs> Uh, the, the phone number of a Supercuts asshole. <laughs> on the day of Whitelaw's death, a customer at the Walgreens store heard a woman screaming and the sounds of stalls slamming. Mm-hmm. She later told authorities, Zunino, the manager, told officers that he had seen Johnson on the store surveillance video stacking bins in front of the camera to block its view. Yeah, smart. So and the manager's like, oh, look at him over there stacking those up. I guess we'll just get him on Monday. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Sounds like it was uh, premeditated there, Benny. Ishmael, the other manager, told police that during the search for white loss, she had checked outside by a dumpster area where she smelled a strong odor of bleach and attempted to gain entry, but walked away after hearing a male voice saying he was changing. You don't need to bleach your clothes when you're changing. It's that Walgreens clerk's got big testicles because we see that dude every day. All right. Johnson later told police that he was the person Ishmael had talked to by the dumpster and that he was trying to leave. Yeah. He also admitted to being in the break room and told authorities that he fell in the blood. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on, words. God damn it. <laughs> Where's my yakety sacks? He's, he's slipping all over. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I, got, I sprayed my ankle. There was so much blood in there. I'm the victim here. I, I'm going to file a report against uh, <laughs> Walgreens. Yeah. This is a workplace hazard. There's not even a sign that says wet floor. I mean, you got to at least put a sign up here. Bitch didn't wash her hands after she went to the bathroom either. <laughs> The troopers found him walking along the interstate. Yeah. He had scratches all over his hands and face. And then when they said to him, so what happened? Why are you out here? The best story he could come up with was, I got attacked at Walgreens. Yeah. He didn't think this through. Also, yeah, walking. Don't, don't say that puts you, anything that puts you at the seat of the crime. Right. Also, walking down the interstate, not a smart move either. That's where the police go. <laughs> that's, that's literally how they get to places. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, this kid's not great. He was arrested soon after the troopers learned that he was a suspect in the incident. Police say that uh, he had previously, quote, had a crush on white law, but claimed that no, that was no longer the case. And now he was dating that girl, Crystal Ishmael. What? The plot thickens. Woo! Maybe she has something to do with this. Fucking man. You know what? 
My workplace is so crazy. There should be cameras in there. It would be the best reality show ever. <laughs> at my Walgreens. This, this is the one person who's right. Yep. It's amazing. So this guy's supposedly, well, according to him, having a relationship with this other girl, Crystal, yeah. who her response to that is, ew, gross. Yeah, she's like, nope. <laughs> Police noted that Ishmael did not mention being in a relationship with him during the interview. Despite video evidence, Johnson denied attempting to obstruct surveillance cameras. He's just like, I had to put the boxes there. Sure. So either way, this is all being investigated, and he's been charged with murder. And, uh, man, who knew Walgreens was so fun? I knew they had good deals on candy. (laughs) Of course you did. But who knew they were this fun? You know, when I was reading this article, it's pretty long, and there's a whole section in there about all the wonderful things this poor victim, Riley... All the great things about her. You know, you have to do that when someone dies. And I was thinking, like, what would I say about you when you eventually die? Like, what would be a nice thing I say? Like, oh, well, Vinny, you know, he, he had the biggest heart, too, too big. We, <laughs> <laughs> you know, big heart and stomach. Just say he was a, a fun guy. He was an outstanding MC who sometimes featured for guys. <laughs> His co-host, Carl, says. <laughs> I you can listen to his show, WATP. <laughs> yes. Yeah, plug the show. <laughs> You're such a piece of shit. Oh, I hate your guts. So yep. he's uh, under arrest. Let's move on. Our last uh, uh, yeah. story of the week. Uh, Carl? Yes. I have watched the video of this. I'm not going to put it on the stream because we will get taken down for it. But mm-hmm. I have watched the full video Me of the situation. Yeah. and. Impressive move by this police officer. Let me tell you something. Do something nice for a cop this week, would you please? Well, maybe don't give him lip when they catch (laughs) you with all the bodies. Maybe just don't give him a hard time. Go along peacefully. Holy shit. Police released a video of a fatal officer shooting Tuesday from earlier this month when an officer in the Chicago suburb fired several shots at a man who charged at him with a hatchet. Well, he was conducting a stop. This guy brought a hatchet to a gunfight, and it did not go well for him. No. Naperville, Illinois. This cop, he's conducting a traffic stop with somebody else. They're on the side of the road. It's 11 a.m. Did you know, by the way, Vinny, because I looked this up, that when an officer is engaged with a vehicle pulled over on the side of the road, it's actually illegal to attack him with a hatchet? Fucking regulation, regulation, regulation. That's the problem with this country. Too many laws. Bitch, bitch. Too many laws. <laughs> so, in the video. Oh, from bitch, bitch, bitch. The cop's body camera released by the police department. The cop says, uh, Who are you, dude? And the suspect gets out of his car and he runs straight for the officer wielding a hatchet. Now, the cop's dash cam, I'm going to show you one picture. Yeah. Let me get rid of these two charmers. Please, I never want to see them again. Okay, here we go. Here's the picture of the incident. This dude bum rushes at a very short distance. Yeah, he actually pulled up right next to the officer where he could actually reach out and touch him at the time. And then for some reason, his car like jerked forward a little bit. Yep. yep which yep. gave the officer a second to grab his gun. He just put his hand on his gun just in case. And it got a little bit of distance. So this guy comes out. Wielding a hatchet and very running aggressively. Full speed. <laughs> yeah. I have never seen a man get out of a car and so, <laughs> so quickly. Yeah. And he just goes right at the cop and it's pop, 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 done. And the dude's sitting up like bleeding. I mean, it's a bad video, but this is absolutely crazy. Google it yourself. Yeah. The suspect identified as Edward C. Simon, 28. He was pronounced dead at the hospital. Uh, neither the officer or the bystanders were injured during the attack. But, um, could you imagine being the guy getting the fucking ticket for speeding? I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like After he shoots this guy dead, he's like, so anyway, sir. I, I look at him and say, so listen, I'm not getting a ticket because I saw you drop that hatchet on him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what I hatchet? You, I didn't see a hatchet. <laughs> no, no, no. He went and got that hatchet out of the back of his cop car. <laughs> yeah. I watched it. It's hilarious. And I'm going to tell the news that later. <laughs> I just want, I'm just p- picturing the police officer pivoting back to. So anyway, the speed limit here is 35, and I clocked you at 46. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what I'm going to do for you today. And the cop's like writing a ticket that he just moves over because the blood <laughs> is starting to get towards his shoes. Yeah. He just takes a step back. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, the officer is a 22-year police veteran. He hasn't been identified. 
the Naperville police chief said, this just shows how dangerous the job of a police officer really is. <laughs> you know I mean, it doesn't happen very often that someone with a hatchet comes chasing at you. That could have been really bad. That guy was coming so quick. If he had hesitated for a second, he might have gotten cut of something. Oh, for sure. You ever see the, you ever go to the axes place? You, you throw the axes? No. It's a lot of fun. Feels like exercise to me. They should. <laughs> He's like, what? I'd rather throw a dart. It's just so much lighter. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the axe throwing plays, they should put photos of cops up there. I think they'd get more business. In this town, they might. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Holy shit. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, that is the scum parade for this week. You know what? Can I introduce one more? If you'd like. For this week, because I experienced this firsthand last night. I go down to see this comedy show at the baseball stadium because my favorite stand-up of all time, Dave Attell, is there. Mm -hmm. And you got Big J Okerson does a great set. He brings up Dave Attell. Dave Attell comes up and crushes it. 100% new material, all topical, hilarious. He's the funniest guy. So quick. There, there was like an explosion. He had a joke for it. Like He's just so fast. He cut his set short. He was only up there for 10 minutes because he goes... Guys, I gotta get off the stage because we gotta bring up your headliner, Bert oh. Kreischer. I gotta get off the stage to bring up Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer gets up, takes his shirt off. Dude, this is pretty f***ed up right here. Takes his shirt off and starts talking, starts saying some of David Tell's jokes. Like that was a really funny joke when he said this, and then he said that. I'm like, yes, I know it was. Unless you're going to do this entire set, bring Dave back up here. Did you yell? You're at a baseball stadium. Nobody's going to stop you. There's not like an usher. There's a lot of Burt Kreischer fans there. I saw a guy wearing a Two Bears, One Cave hat, and I just wanted to grab him and go, what are you doing? Why are you wasting your fucking time with this nonsense? What are you doing? Anyway, uh, That's it's, not, awful. it's so, not easy to, to go up after Dave Attal, and boy, did Burt make it look hard, and uh, we left early. I heard that Burt was hysterical. Did you really? I did, from right. one particular person. We'll have to talk about it. I also heard that Fortune Feimster killed it. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she's really funny. She's really funny. She's a she, great comic. They, they did a thing with an intermission, so she was the last comic before the intermission, and then it was Big J, Dave, and Burt. Dude, that's... There's a couple other people on there too that were good. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But that, what a weird a venue! Show. What a weird venue for a comedy show. I heard it works. It was all right. It was packed. Well, that's that. That's Ready that, to spin man. the wheel, fucko? All right. <clears throat> why don't you uh, go? Let's go over everything that's on there because there's a couple of new additions. Is there? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and start reading them? Too, okay. Man. So we got the Cardiff stand up. Yep. Uh, fast food. Wait, what's Cardiff stand up? You have to do a set written for you by Cardiff. Oh, he gets Electric. to write the set. Okay, yes. that's fun. Okay. That's fun, because you have the Sunday night uh, yeah. open mics. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I kind of like that. Okay. Uh, fast food job. I have to get a job at a fast food restaurant. Ed work one shift. <laughs> Come on. Yep. That's insane. Yep, it is. Uh, Two-hour song torture, the yep. one that you're still rooting for. Oh, actually, I'm kind of rooting for the fast food job, because I know that's the one that's going to kill you the most. Cow bikini? Yeah, you got to do one episode <laughs> of the show. Oh, an episode of the bikini. show? Yeah, you have to Not do a photo shoot, but yeah. an episode of the show in a cow bikini? Yeah, like, I'll stay here in the cow bikini. You got to sit over there in the cow bikini. <laughs> terrible. Okay. Uh, Tom Meyer's Restaurant, Dinner with a Listener. Yep, still which... on there. People requested that we keep it. Oh, okay. We've already done it, but okay. Yep. Murder and makeup. Yep. You have to make a video while you put on your makeup and talk about a murder. That's fun. Uh, drive to Gary, Indiana still on here? Yeah, you haven't done it yet. It's not going to happen. Go to a church. Go to church that I get to pick. <laughs> That's fun. I want the snake handle in one. The five-episode podcast series of The Other Person's Choice. Yep. Uh, truck Nuts. Yep. The Knife Edge Chops. From Colin Delaney, former WWE superstar. Uh, the Patreon money. Yep. That's still out here, huh? And then Pass the Spin. And then Pass the Spin, which would be amazing. That hasn't happened yet. But I can't wait for the day when I'm spinning this wheel and then Vinny turns out he has to do a consequence instead of me. Oh, it'll be fun. It's going to be amazing. All right. Oh, boy. All right, let's see what happens. You ready? I am ready, buddy. All right, round and round it goes. Where it stops. Cow bikini! Fuck me! Fuck me! Cow bikini. That was the lamest spin, too. What were you trying to do? I think I should spin, I think I should spin again. I think I should spin again. I know. I think that's perfect. Cow bikini next week. See you there. Get one on Amazon. You should have one if you hadn't have left it. 
yeah. and their B&B. There's a guy named Crows who decided not to bring that back with us for some reason. Oh, well, tune in next week to see Carl do the show at a cow bikini, everybody. Unbelievable. That'll Un- be fun for... That'll be good for your street crowd. Unbelievable. Oh, God damn it. I'm so happy right now. That could have been any better, dude. Unbelievable. And I won this week. The people are cheating. The wheel is cheating. Everyone's against me. Oh, I can't wait for next week's episode. This is everyone's fault but mine. Next week we're doing creepiest dairy farmer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I call Robert Pickton. All right, folks. Let's... Uh, I guess say goodbye. We'll see you next week. Remember, you get your tickets for the roast September 17th here in Rochester, New York at creepoffroast.com. I'm be creating some new material for people next week, apparently. Yep. Going to make this pretty easy on everyone. Uh, Nick Tucker on the YouTube chat said there will be two cows in studio next week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So uh, I guess make sure you vote at thecreepoff.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, the number is 585-371-8108. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CreepOffPod. And do us a favor. Leave a review. Vic needs stuff to read. Or, and Dorkles. Yeah. And Dorkles. Le- leave us a review. We appreciate it. Carl, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. This is very disrespectful. Do 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 up, do 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 up. It's the creeper. You, my friend, have committed a crime. Can't sleep. Clown will eat me. Can't sleep. Clown will eat me.